We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let me tell you something, buddy. You want to badmouth David? Go right ahead. You want to take a shot at me? You're entitled. But you back off when it comes to the name Dick Butkins. Oh, listen. Do you understand? Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Yeah, that was an ugly moment earlier in the week. When bad Justin, blood. A lot of bad blood. A lot of bad blood. And the bad blood yeah. extended beyond the two of you. Um, I got dragged into it because Dustin bad-mouthing the Butkus Award, apparently unaware that it's a professional award. Um, have you heard anything recently about the Butkus Award? I have, actually. I mean, the Butkus Award is given out to the best high school linebacker, yep. which I think went to Andrean High School's uh, uh, linebacker this year, Notre Dame recruit. Um, he was the winner. He also gives the best college linebacker of the year. And little-known fact it's given to the best NFL linebacker, and this year, Roquan Smith became the fourth player to win the award at the college level as well as the NFL level, and he was uh, he was awarded it in a nice little ceremony in Baltimore um, that happened recently. Hi, I'm Matt Butkus, president of the Butkus Foundation. We run the Butkus Award, and I'm here to present Roquan of the Baltimore Ravens with the 2022 Pro Butkus Award, which is his second. I've also surprised him at the University of Georgia, so he knows what this is all about. So congratulations, well-deserved. Absolutely, I'm very grateful to receive this. You know, receiving it in college uh, meant a lot to me, being recognized as the best and have a great deal of respect for your dad and the way he played the game, and I try to admire some of that in my place. So. This means a lot to me, and I can't wait to put it up in my man cave. How do you like this guy playing for you? Well, now? it's a great stole eye. him out of Chicago. Right, right. Well, you know, <laughs> your, your dad wasn't happy about that, Matt. Right. You know, and uh, I was happy that your dad felt so highly about Roquan Smith as a linebacker because your dad was the epitome of, of being a linebacker in the history of the National Football League, and I think this is a throwback linebacker too, a leader. What the great players make the players around them better, and that's what Roquan Smith does. Not only does he play great. 
he raises the level for everybody else. And that's what we got. So you're wearing the Georgia red and black, and you're wearing the Raven purple and black. <laughs> right. We appreciate that very much. Yes. Well, congratulations. You deserve it. Thank you. That was the presentation, uh, and, and that was John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh was, talking to Matt Butkus yes. about Roquan Smith, While who was Roquan's gracious. Yeah. He was humble. Yes, he was. He was definitely moved by the moment. Yes, no doubt about it. And he didn't badmouth Dick Butkus. No way. Never. I don't believe if you're looking for me to respond, which I'm assuming this was all done behind my back, like the <laughs> conversations David and I have, and you're not in the room, that we referred to the other day. Whenever we Maybe talk that's what generated this, but that was very good. That audio, by the way, it's fantastic. Okay? Thank you, buddy. And I have a lot to say about this, if you care to hear it. The first part is, oh, we as do. you guys know, I work with students at the Illinois Media School. Yes, you do. They were listening yesterday, and so they were putting on a show and as they were prepping for the show, they said, did anybody else, and I, I, I'm kind of eavesdropping, like not participating in this part, and they're like, did anybody else know that there was a Budkus Award at the NFL level? We knew, and they're like, they're like, we were listening to the Mully and Haw show yesterday. Like, did anybody, and, and there were six guys, none of the six, all six knew about the college version of the Budkus Award. Nobody knew that they also did it at the NFL level. I did only because back when... Dick Butkus and Matt Butkus were making the rounds after they gave it to Luke Keekley, I think, one year. Luke Keekley won it, like, more than anyone else at I, the pro level. And they awarded it to him in Chicago, and uh, I remember being at that ceremony or that in that moment with those guys. So I remember Luke Keekley getting it with the Panthers, so I had that awareness. So, yes, I, but it is a little-known fact. I want to be Khalil Mack too. got it after the 2018 season Bingo. with the Bears. Yes, we should have known Bam! it then. Bam. Bam. As a teammate of Roquan Smith. <laughs> and by the way, your students out of earshot were making fun of you, just so you know. Probably. Probably. That's okay. Um, I, I love Dick Butkus. I, I mean, I don't know anybody who's watched that. I used to have it on VHS, like the NFL Greatest Hits. And I would like rewind. I wore that VHS tape out watching him. I, I didn't. I, I'm too. I'm too young to see him play in, in like real time. I think we all were. Okay, I'm just pointing it out. And yeah. I mean, what the hell are you saying? What's he saying? Just, That's a little dig. No, it's not. <laughs> Every, you, everybody not can old. take things any it's way they want. Little. My point is, you know, I'm still in my 40s. Um, <laughs> that might have been a dig. <laughs> I love uh, watching Dick Butkus. I love the idea of like one, you know, they were that that famous story. Like they're down, they're down too many points to come back. They don't want to allow the clock to run out because he wants to hit the center yeah. for the Lions Flanagan. so hard he one called, more time. He the, called yeah, timeout. Doug used to tell the story. They're, the game is ticking down. They're getting blown out by a significantly better Lions team, and he calls timeout, and everyone's like. What the hell? Like, they're just – all they want to do is get out of there. That was the 1-14 in 14 year or, or whatever, 1-13 in 13 year. And uh, and they're like, Dick, what are you doing? And he's like, I got. I want to take one more shot. One more shot. Again. Yeah, that's he, hilarious. He used to take a running start and hit the guy. George Hallis supposedly told Dick Butkus that uh, – what was the guy saying? Was it Ed Flanagan? He was a Pro Bowl center for uh, – for, he said something during the week, something along the lines of – yeah, Dick Butkus is a great player. We got some great players, too. That's what he said. And George Hallis went up to Butkus before the game and said, if Flanagan had said something like that about me, 
I'd never forgive him. And Butkus was like, well, what did he say? Had no idea what the guy said. Yeah, Ed had Flanagan. No idea. Lions, Ed Flanagan. Purdue. Yeah, and Ed yeah. Flanagan said, he t- I did a story for, for the Sporting News on the, it was their tough guy issue, and, and Butkus was the toughest guy in league history, as voted on by all these people. And I got the honor of writing the story, and I got a phenomenal uh, email from Dick, which I swear to God, in the old days, it would have been a letter, and I'd have it framed in my house, right? Should have framed the uh, the uh, email he sent, but he um, he he went out and just made it his life's work to make Ed Flanagan's life miserable. And Flanagan said that it, he said it didn't matter what. Like he would go out, he would try to warm up. He was also the long snapper, so he would get out there early. He would take. He said it'd be like chilly on the lakefront. He'd throw his jacket down, and Butkus would just stand on top of his jacket with his arms crossed staring at him. <laughs> so it. he knew, I mean, absolutely he knew that when he was finished working out, he was going to go have to confront that, Dick Butkus. That's what's so funny about hearing John Harbaugh say that I know your dad was mad at me for making that trade for Roquad Smith. That's Can you imagine awesome. that conversation and, and how it was expressed? You don't want Dick Butkus being mad at you. But what, what he was a, having fun with it. What an amazing What did you think? Of- I know this is supposed to be a moratorium that Dustin called for the other day on the Roquan Smith discussion. But with this audio, <laughs> ir- irresistible <laughs> to, to, to us because John Harbaugh heaping praise upon Roquan Smith for his ability to make others around him better. Also for the way that he plays with tenacity. That is not the guy that they you know, we're talking about when he was expendable because he didn't play a premium position in the Bears defense. Um, well, what did you expect? And I've learned this from working specifically with Mully for as long as I have. You know, it would have been breaking news had he said anything different. I mean, you know, of course he's going to you know, cheerlead did, for did his you, guy. But did you watch I mean, him? Did you watch him interviewed at halftime? Of that with game. Melissa Stark, yes, couldn't have been more snarky. Yes, with Melissa. Stark. No, he didn't. He wanted no part of being interviewed in a game, right? Which I, I'm I just saying, get there that. was a much different tone from. Oh, it was a sure. different John Harbaugh, family Not his brother. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. he's got he he's it's understandable. He, he's Absolutely. much classier than his brother. Uh, he has more. He gets tact. it. He, he gets he has it. More tact. tact. Yeah, right. I, I maybe think it's because Jim played at the highest level. Maybe that's where the arrogance comes in. Um, Perhaps. But John Harbaugh was sounding very jovial about, it. and maybe you would expect yes. that. Yes, but I don't think you dismiss Again, it just because. Just, can we just remember, like, I like Roquan Smith. I like how hard Roquan wait, Smith wait. hits people. Wait, wait, Roquan whoa, whoa. Smith's whoa. not. Oh, see? You just changed your whole tune. No, that's I've said this repeatedly. If we went wait, to the memory, go back to the part where you like Roquan. I don't like him at a hundred million dollars. That's been the same. I've said that I could be a Woody doll on this. You could pull the string. I don't like him in a hundred million dollars. And when did we start with the off the ball linebacker thing? When, when did well, that when they started measuring it and saying who was off the ball who linebacker. was uh, worthy of being paid money for being I, I, an off the ball linebacker? I, I think it's, it's like calling Khalil Mack to but, pass rush. It's like calling Khalil Mack a linebacker. You know, he's not a linebacker. He won, he linebacker. won the Butkus Award. He's a pass rusher. Look it up. JJ Watt won it too. I was informed. Is that right? By my students. And J.J. Uh, Watt, you know, not a linebacker. I, I think when you put was, your hand I, in the I dirt, you're no longer a linebacker. I think your students may have mistaken the initials of the Watt. I think it was T.J. And ask your students if Can they – Can you look that up? I, re- I, I think your students – I think both won it. Really? Both Watts. We'll look it up. That We know that there's an award for NFL. Watt's going on. There's a Watt going on, definitely. Watt is happening. <laughs> what? Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, Dustin, I, I don't think John Harbaugh was, was saying that for Roquan or for effect. I think that is an actual conversation he had with Dick Butkus, and I think he was referencing it to, uh, to Matt. Well, to more, more to the point, there's a reason why they felt compelled, number one, to make that trade, and secondly, to pay him what they paid him. Yes. John Harbaugh actually believes what he said or else they wouldn't have the contract the size of what it was. And they had already paid him, by the way, when that presentation yes. took place. So, in other words, he wasn't trying to, as Dustin implies, kind of you know sugar up the player because he wanted them to sign a deal. They'd already made that contract, and he was just talking about – he was reacting to the award that the player won by saying he makes everyone around him. Yeah. DJ, not JJ. Aha! 2008. The award oh, yeah. in the, from the NFL standpoint did started you, in 2008. Okay, but did you not say that both of them did because did. your students told you? So yeah. God bless your students. But, but I but I pinned it on my students, right? I you didn't did. say I said you, it. You bailed my on that. My students said it. And I'm glad we shared the audio, but to get the full effect, everyone should really go to the Ravens Twitter feed and watch the video because yes. it's Roquan, it's John Harbaugh, and it's Matt Butkus in a flannel shirt. And he's flagging anthem. probably flagging anthem. Yes, looking very, very uh, smart in that flannel shirt, making the presentation, and just the interaction between the three of them is is priceless. So you want to go check that one out because that was uh, worth playing and and uh, enjoyable if you are a Roquan Smith fan. And there's still some of those left in Chicago. I there are a couple here on the show. There's just a couple, but I think that if you are a Roquan Smith fan, you enjoyed that. One of the things that I learned while doing uh, the tough guy story on Dick Butkus and interviewing Dick. Did he send you an email? Uh, he did, as a matter of fact. I wish I'd saved it. <laughs> I wish it was a letter, frankly. But at any rate, because I have his order. Hold on. You could print it out. Um, so I, I just I want to tell you one backstory okay. thing and then one story he told. Um, I, so I, I'm like trying to get – I've got everybody. I've talked to everyone. I've, tra- I've tracked down Flanagan because I'd heard a, a story about him from somebody else. And I, I – the only thing I need is Dick Butkus, and I can file this story. And I cannot get a hold of Dick Butkus. So I, like, finally, you know, after a couple of different attempts, I call his house. I had called before, but I, I'm like, I, and I'm like, this is the day I got to get this done. And I can hear in the background, you know, I, I, uh, Dick's wife answers. And I ask for him and tell who I am. And she, tell, she like, yells to him, and he is in the background, and you just hear, like, I can't do it right now. Like it's, and I'm like, oh no, like I've, I've stumbled upon this and I'm not, I'm going to have to do it without Dick Butkus. And she comes back and she says, she says, oh, he can't talk right now, but he'll call you back. He'll call you back in about an hour. And I'm like, I said to her, I said, listen, if he doesn't want to do it, I, you know, I heard him in the background. If he doesn't want to do it, it's okay. But please tell me now, because otherwise I'm going to sit here and I won't be able to finish this. And she laughed and she said, oh, he's lifting weights. That's why he's yelling like that. He's fine. He'll call you in an hour. And like literally an hour later, Dick Butkus calls me. It was fantastic. <laughs> I caught him mid-workout. That's so in funny. the background, like he's got a house over his head. Yeah. You can imagine him lifting weights and him grunting to that extent, but you don't want to get him mad. So so I, I'm on the phone with him. I'm talking to him. And, you know, Dick was – he had a ton of interceptions – and forced fumbles, right? That was he loved taking the ball away, and so I'm talking to him about what his mentality was in terms of trying to get the football. And he said that when he was at CVS in high school, he also played running back, 
and he just hated it when people went for the football. And he knew as a running back that you would you it was the worst thing ever if you lost a fumble. And so he developed this go for the ball mentality because he knew how annoying that was if you ever fumbled or if somebody was going for the ball and you knew that what they were trying to do. Is that not awesome? That's awesome. Yeah. What an entertainer. What a fascinating oh, guy. Oh, God. Incredible. And I remember about the Keekly incident. It was in Chicago. And I think if I remember correctly, he invited Keekly to town under the guise of a business venture. And he wanted to surprise him with the award. Keekly had no idea. And this is when Keekly, I think, was 24, 25. So he was young, younger in his earlier in his career. Now he's retired. But they did an appearance. I think it was on Sports Talk Live back when they had Sports Talk Live. And they presented Keekly the award on television. And Butkus got the biggest kick out of the fact that not necessarily because Keekly was just a guy everybody was easy, easy guy to like, but like he surprised him. He yeah. pulled it off. Yeah. This was all his planning. And he gets such pride in giving these guys that award. And obviously, he's not traveling around as much as he used to, but he just takes a lot of pride in making these guys, you know, part of that that fraternity. When when uh, you know when Butkus, Butkus, it's I, I don't know if it's well known or not, but Butkus probably would have gone to Notre Dame, but he got married out of high school, and they did not have any married dorms dorms for married people at Notre Dame. That's how he wound up at the U of I at, at, at Illinois. They, he, was, he was married right out of high school, and he and his wife were, were living together, and they had a dorm for married couples at the U of I. And um, it's, it's kind of wild when you think about that because that's where – I think it was a Sports Illustrated story where they called him the most feared man in football, yes. and they, they kind of questioned how bright he was – which really upset him, and he ended up – they kind of turned him off the media at, when he was in college, and he didn't like the portrayal of him as some kind of, you know, guy that was straight that, – that didn't understand the game. He, he was a married man playing for the Bears who did not party with all the guys. He, he would break down tape. If you remember when his career was over, which was knee injury – he became like the first spokesman for Nautilus. You remember Nautilus equipment? Oh yeah. And he was like he was a guy that worked out like a madman. In those days, people didn't lift a lot and didn't do different things. He was one of the first guys that really worked on his body and really got himself, uh, uh, you know, um, in great shape. He was riding his bike like into his later ages. I don't know if he still is or not. He's got to be. How old is Dick? He's got to be close to. 80 years old these days, right? All those guys from from that era. But I remember uh, Doug telling me that Butkus, like he was from this big Lithuanian family, and he said his brothers were bigger than Dick. And they would show up, you know, uh, Doug owned different uh, uh, bars and restaurants. He said they would show up, and it was like these guys, like them kind of just having like the usual kind of, you know, you, you're with your brother and you're kind of, hey, come here, you, and you're wrestling around or whatever. Said that like they these guys were so big and they were all so tough they could tear the place apart. Imagine that you talk about the Bears having high draft picks and what they're going to do with them right. because they have two high in the first round. Imagine taking Sayers and Butkus, yeah. Butkus and Sayers back to back in the nineteen sixty five NFL draft. What a draft haul that was. Two Hall of Famers. Oh my god. Absolutely unbelievable. And you mentioned Notre Dame um to close the loop. 
I didn't realize that Butkus was that close to going to Notre Dame, if not for uh, some other circumstances. But the high school Butkus Award winner I referenced from Andrean High School in Maryville, Drake Bowen, he's going to Notre Dame. And he's a high school winner this year, so that is a future guy. I know that will be a linebacker, I guarantee, or project Dustin really getting behind. I hope out of homage, if I'm using the word correctly, he I wears, would say homage. He wears 51. But the, but the Bulls are Ooh, playing you think that would be that That'd would be, be awesome something. because too yeah. many – I'm not – I guess you can wear any number you want. But I, I'm more of like a traditionalist when it comes to the numbers. I don't like. Let's put it this way: I don't like Roquan Smith. Now pause so we can make sure we have that on tape. Yeah. Uh, make the edit easy. I don't like Roquan Smith wearing 18. It's a wide receiver number, it, 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 or a punt returner number. I, it, that is not the number of a linebacker. 18. Well, when maybe my, fi- if you want to go 15 the last and say it's great linebacker focus, at Notre Dame, wore number five. Manti Teo. I, I know. He was also a winner. Well, I know. I'm telling you. I'm just saying for a the, – Don't I was even waiting say for that what you're thinking. We've I had didn't a famous, say a word. Look, we had I a didn't famous, say anything. Yeah, watch on Twitch. Is there a rewind on you Twitch? You are the G-O-A-D. We need a rewind feature. Evan, can we get a rewind? The greatest of all distractors. How about this? We had a great We had a great debate <laughs> one year about Locked Manti Teo and, and did he deserve the Heisman Trophy or not. And, of course, I made a case that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was on my ballot. Did you? Did you? So you? He was on your ballot. Yeah. First place vote. I don't believe I voted for him. He got first. to New York. I think he was second that year. I will have to re, re, research that. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. It's Molly and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. I am buying Roquan Smith stock. That's kind of like when you're a competitor. It's kind of like that natural feel of, you know, especially playing in a new environment. Um, you know, you kind of see it with a lot of teams on a roll when you have that electric uh, atmosphere. You just go out there and compete um, a little bit more. You had an extra step, extra juice um, in you. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Us just going out there competing, you know, um, making it a very exciting game. You know, this is a, definitely a privilege to be playing in Paris. Um, and you definitely want to leave a lasting impression for sure. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. That is the voice of DeMar DeRozan. And that was this morning at shoot-around. He was talking about the game, which starts here on the score at 1.45 p.m. And he wants to put on a show, a lasting impression. You got to love hearing that sort of thing. And you got to love a game that starts in the afternoon. You got to love that for our our standpoint and benefit. DeMar DeRozan also should be well-rested, even though the transatlantic flight, but he hasn't played in a while. So he's coming back, and I like that sense of urgency. There will be that intensity. It will feel more like a, I don't want to say playoff game than regular season game, but there will be a heightened intensity because of the crowd, which I think will be predominantly Bulls fans. you got to think that. Well, so, other than that, that uh, what's the kid's name, the – the Frenchman playing for Detroit? Uh, the uh, Killian Hayes, right? Hayes. Yeah. Killian Hayes. His uh, family will be there. Well, th- they will be dwarfed by Bulls fans because it yes. will be an energizing yes. atmosphere if you're the Bulls. So I hope that they respond that way. And I hope that they beat a bad Pistons team that is rebuilding and young and I think probably 
the right team for the Bulls to play if you're going to have a trip like this. You want it to end well, and the Bulls can do that today. I think Dustin termed it a statement game, maybe a must-win game. Could be both because you don't want to come home from a week that has been so memorable for different reasons with a loss. No, they they listen. They've run out of time here, right? We're we're into the second half of the season. I don't care when the All Star break is. That we're already into just numerically the second half of the season. There's not a lot of leeway here. They did not get ahead. They didn't build up a, a nice uh, winning streak. They don't have games they can spare. You got to beat everybody you're better than, and you got to be better than this team, Detroit. You got to be better. And Detroit did get their big man, their rookie center, Jalen Duran, did get his passport matters taken care of. He arrived in Paris apparently on Wednesday. He's still kind of iffy for this game on the injury report with an ankle, but I'm just glad the kid got everything squared away so he could have a little bit of time in France. Oh, yeah. What a you relief know. that he got his I passport. Just, you you want relief. him to experience everything, right? You know, oh, no. young, I mean, impressionable. You'd see the world, to miss young it. man. Yeah, you'd hate to miss it. You get a <laughs> chance to go and see the Eiffel Tower and, and have a croissant. Uh, you'd hate to miss. Chuck it. was a little bit ex- really. He was really excited about that croissant photo, wasn't he? He yeah. was very, yeah, uh, very excited about the things that he has seen during his week in France. Looking forward to. It. I'm glad it's in the afternoon. The one thing on the court which will be interesting to see, and I know they've played together a ton, and they are the big three, but it was undeniable that Nikola Vucevic, after Sunday's 43 point performance, mm. referenced the freedom with which he operated in the paint. And it was impossible not to wonder, like, well, oh, geez, you know, that's that's the Rosen territory. That's mid-range jumper territory. And you wonder if that was just – how is it all going to come together now? Because Vooch is somebody who, you know, is is pretty easy target sometimes because of, you know, he's he's quietly does a double-double, but he's an easy guy to look at what he's not doing. And – Will that continue with DeMar DeRozan back? It should, but will it? No, it won't. I, I think DeMar told you at shoot-around this morning that he's going to put on a show. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what There's that only one means ball. for Vooch. There you go. Um, and, and I really have no problem with that. I, I'm very happy that, that he is back. I think that um, they're not nearly the same team without him, and, um, and I'm very pleased that uh, – that, that he's back with them, and hopefully it will be him and Zach uh, Levine, by the way. Uh, I believe that's a, a French name, uh, so Zach has told us. Hey, we have some breaking news, and I don't know if it's real breaking news. I don't know if we need to mention that the breaking news on 6-7 The Score is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter. Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Um, the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have fired Byron Leftwich. The team is making sweeping changes to their coaching staff after uh, an 8-9 and nine regular season and a wild-card loss to Dallas. As many as five offensive assistants and two on defense are expected to be left. Wow, that's off. a surprise a little bit. Maybe yeah. we're not following the Bucks as closely as we certainly do the Bears, yeah. but I'm going to say something that's going to sound really ridiculous. Please. But I, I – Tom Brady coming back got Byron Leftwich fired. So they, in order to get him back, they had to fire the offensive staff. Is that the idea? No, I'm saying that when 
Tom Brady came back, Byron Leftwich, his job security became a lot more oh, uncertain. Oh, you're saying this year when he unretired. Yeah. Yeah. Because think of it. Byron Leftwich was very highly respected. Yes, he nearly got the job last time. Head out. coaching yeah. interviews. A guy thought of very highly, and now he's out of a job. Why is he out of a job? Well, the Bucks fell short of expectations. Yeah. Why were those expectations raised? Well, Tom Brady came back. Here's, Bruce Arians left. I, I mean, here's the problem. Like, Todd Bowles, as you know, is one of my favorite coaches, yeah. and I really wanted the Bears to go after him uh, back in the day. A couple different uh, uh, rot rotations. I really have a lot of respect for him. I don't like that he's going the kind of uh, – Brandon Staley route. I don't think it was Todd Bowles's fault, and I don't think it was Byron Leftwich's fault. I think they had they their team aged out and seemed very slow, and frankly, Tom didn't seem very good. I I agree with what you're saying. I I don't know that we, I don't know that Byron Leftwich is anything more. I mean, it is. You know, we're kind of oh, we're on, in that on. season where you're you, just picking someone to fire. You don't know that he's anything more. Uh, than responsible for than anybody else. Or, that's what I was saying. Uh, you, you think highly of him as a coach, though, I don't do. you? I do. Yeah, I saying. do, too. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I think this is a very hasty decision, which is surprising because yeah. you have now – See, I thought what – is, What is your what is your plan if – is right. Tom Brady coming back See, now? Is he leaving now? When you said that Tom Brady coming back is the reason he was fired, I thought what you were saying is – and it's a good point you make – because he wouldn't have been under the same kind of uh, expectation level. But I thought you were saying in order to get Tom to return, he wanted the offensive coaches gone and a couple guys on defense. That may be what we find out later, right? but I don't think we know that now. No, I don't think What that. I'm suggesting is that you go back a year ago or let's say last postseason, last February, Tom Brady retires. The Bucks had at that point have to lean into the idea of developing a young quarterback. Who better to do that than the offensive coordinator that's getting head coaching interviews? That's the guy who was his future looked bright and unblemished. Now yeah. he's got a resume. Oh, why did you get fired here? What was the problem? Well, you know, this Brady guy and I he kept throwing iPads at me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he, how quickly how you can fall from grace. Which? He's not that old. I'm just saying, Tom is 45. He's going to be 46 next year if he plays. And, yeah. Does this say anything about what you expect Tom Brady to do now that Byron Leftwich has been fired? He's – how old is he, 43? 43? He just turned Byron 43 Lynch? this week. Okay. Boy, happy birthday. Get out. Happy birthday. Pack your bags. Let me see ask ya. something. Does this mean that Mike Evans is heading to the Chicago Bears? Well, see, you want to go that far. I think that you can start to wonder how the dominoes will fall. Is Brady coming back or not likely to come back now? What does he feel about Leftwich? Uh, if Brady doesn't go back to Tampa, what does Mike Evans want to go back there for? Not right. to work with a right. young quarterback. Right. Come to Chicago. There you go. Look at Justin Fields. Help How, him make I mean, that next like, step. I, like, think about this. We are like birds of prey. You know, there there is someone <laughs> has dropped, <laughs> and we are circling and ready to try to get whatever carcass we can I mean, this is yes, an awful. Of course. This is an awful. No, it's come on. It's an awful conversation. Oh, stop it! Don't we cry are, for the Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. We are not humanists. We are <laughs> mean-spirited people. Are they going to sell that team? Because they're talking about selling Man United. You would know more about right. that because of the relationship to Man United uh, and what that would mean to your no. the, your beloved uh, Man United strikers yeah. or whatever they are. Uh, the Red Devils. Red Devils is okay. what we're calling them these okay. days. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I, well, anyway, there you go. I think Mike Evans leaving Tampa is a fascinating possibility. I do wonder what this means for Tom Brady. I feel bad for Byron Leftwich because I think he's one of those guys that you look at as he was an up-and-comer. I thought that he would catapult into the head coaching position somewhere after having success with Brady and winning a Super Bowl and with Bruce Arians. Too bad. Um, I know we gotta we got to get to the boys, but um, – I wanted to go back to Chuck and some of his stuff from uh, from Paris. Did you see Peoria Matt checked in and said that uh, Chuck was really on a roll with that croissant picture? <laughs> Peoria Matt never disappoints. Never. Well, he's a champion. almost never. He is. What does that mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. We've got uh, we've got uh, Dan and Lawrence joining us next. You're you're listening to Chicago Sports Radio six seven the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 